You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you're listening to episode nine, Books of Shadows and Grimoires. Like we mentioned in last week's podcast, these two terms refer to journals of the practice of witchcraft. And although they're often used interchangeably, they actually do refer to two completely different things. So that is what we're going to talk to you about today, tell you the difference between the two. And then we're going to kind of dive into uh, what we have and how we set them up and use them. So... First of all, grimoire is a term that's been used for hundreds of years, while Book of Shadows is relatively modern. A grimoire is a pre-made book of general information. Inside, you'd find things like we talk about on this podcast, how to cast a circle, correspondences of each crystal or sabbat, which herbs should be used when, lunar cycles, and which spells to perform with each phase. It would contain general spells that anyone could adapt and use. Most of the books on witchcraft that you find today are actually technically grimoires. Our next two episodes actually are going to be on this topic. So next week we will talk all about the best books for beginners. And then the week after that uh, will be about books for different types of witches, like more specifically for like advanced practitioners. And most of these would be considered grimoires. Yes. So books of shadows then are slightly different. The term only became popular in the last part of the 20th century And became exceptionally popular after the release of the TV show Charmed. (laughs) If you've heard the term Book of Shadows, I would not be surprised if you heard of it because of the the original Charmed. I should say the original TV show Charmed. Yes, not very Uh, The Books of Shadows are personal books. So rather than being a pre-made book of correspondences and tutorials, a Book of Shadows is more of a witch's journal. And it's filled with your own personal journey. It would contain your own spells that you've made alongside with like notes of things you've changed or added, um, a record of your own tarot spread. Some people like to write those down to track over a year um, or your own recipes for incense or cider. It's basically a history of your practice as a witch. So therefore, every single book of shadows will be completely unique, even if you've made 10, even if they're all by the same witch, they are still going to be completely different. Um, Yes. Most are handwritten, but since we are in the modern age, you absolutely can type it if that's easier for you. I, we will have a podcast uh, later this year about m- more modern tools for witchcraft. We already talked about the traditional ones, but we're going to talk about modern ones like apps and things. And there is an app to create a book of shadows if you wanted to do it that way instead. <laughs> so that is basically the difference between the two. So I'm going to let Tara take it away and tell you about what she has and how she sets up hers. So we'll talk a lot more about the grimoires, uh, basically books that I've read for beginners and stuff, like you said, next week's episode. But for me personally, um, when I started my own book of shadows, I started with a journal, um, just like a teenage girl diary, but I set it up almost like a recipe book. I started with a section on rituals and then I had a section on spells and then I had a section on recipes um my first was very hodgepodge um I've since streamlined that quite a bit 
but the first one, it has sprigs of herbs that I grew and dried. It has um, sketches of layouts on the cards that I wanted to lay out or um, how I wanted to direct my energy. I actually draw drawings on how I wanted that to get work. It worked uh, pretty well for me. As you said, no two books shadows are the same. So I have since changed my style quite a bit on that. But I still like to write it down. I'm not super. I like technology. It's a good time. Don't get me wrong. Technology is fun. But I am not the type of person that can use it exclusively. So I still get just a blank journal. And I start with that always when I start a new book of shadows. I find that the uh, blank pages really help me organize my thoughts. And I enjoy the organizing process of what is going to go into it and uh, what isn't. One thing that I have found to be useful is there are grimoires out there that are instructional. And once in a while, I'll just print off a page from there and I'll stick it in my book of shadows. And then I will detail how I'm changing it to make it mine. Um, I know quite a few beginner witches that they'll either print off certain pages or they'll just start with a pre-printed one and fill in the blanks. And that can really help direct your energy and your thought processes. But I've always preferred the blank that I fill in. And I always do more than just writing. I don't just write things down. There needs to be drawings. And uh, like I said, there's always dried herbs in mine, um, herbs that I've grown, herbs that I want to use in a spell, um, things of that nature. And I keep them pressed in the book. So that kind of a description on how I <laughs> have set mine up. Um, I use it for a lot of things. I use it for not only my spell work and rituals, but sometimes it's just a journal on how I'm feeling, um, how I think things are going, um, anything I want to refocus on. So it really, uh, my book of shadows is not only like a recipe book of spells and um, actual recipes that I make, but also thoughts, feelings, almost like a journal that I keep. Oh, I like it. Now, the theme of the last eight episodes that you've listened to um, are that Tara and I are completely different. (laughs) But I mean, I think that's part of the charm of having two people do a podcast together on one topic is because you're seeing things from two completely different points of view. Yes. So it gives you a lot of different options about the way things that work for you. And so not only being different from Tara but also being who I am this shouldn't surprise anybody that mine are way more organized and methodical yes. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, okay so mine is actually set up in something that is that I bought it's like a journal but it is called the book of days from the threads of fate um, it's a company online you can order from and it's also where my tarot deck is from and my oracle deck because I love that have such great (laughs) products um but it is a hefty book I think it's like 400 freaking pages like it's really big and really long because it was intended originally to be a daily planner so it's got you know 365 days of the year but it's undated so it's got like monthly spreads and then on each day it has separate sections really to like not only plan your day but it's got like a mind and soul like section so you can actually write down like things, you know, that you're feeling and it has like ways to track like the phase of the moon that you're in. So I originally got it because it's like, okay, maybe I'm going to use this as a planner. But the thing is, I don't really need a daily 
planner. I just don't have that much to track during the day. So I was thinking, which is what I do use it for, is to use it as sort of a, mine is more of a book of shadows grimoire hybrid because I learn things better if I write them down myself rather than just read a book or listen to like somebody else talk about it. Like I have to write it out. So mine is partially grimoire in the way that I will write a list of like what the different lunar phases are and what they mean because I wouldn't remember if I hadn't written that down myself and like the same thing there's like a page of like crystal correspondences and what they like work for for me and like things that you would find in a traditional grimoire all this like pre-made information I have copied that into my own book but then on the pages I don't go day by day I don't use it every day but when I do use it um, I do partially journal some things but I keep track of the if I pulled an oracle card or tarot card for that day or like actually sat down and like made a whole tarot spread I do keep track of those things so I like that it's undated but it's definitely way more methodical and systematic than Tara's is and there there is like note pages so there is space for me to write down you know particular my particular spells anything that I've you know adapted like for me Uh, so I do have a place to like write those down and track those but that is my only one because the last one that I had was just a journal. It was like bullet journal style. Um, and I just, I couldn't stick with it. I couldn't do it because I just, I need more guidance than that. I'm a very like organized person. And to just have like a completely blank notebook in front of me just doesn't work for me. It doesn't, my mind does not go that way. I'm just like not that creative of a person. So I love the I, blank. <laughs> so I like having it in this book of days because it's way more it's not like it's not completely you know fill in the blank it's just like four big boxes on each page but I feel like that gives me some more structure when I like actually do go in to work with it so I tend to just go in open to the next page um, even if you know the last one is dated December 2nd and now we're in February like at least I can write the date at the top of the page fill in you know, what the lunar cycle is that day, what my mood is that day, what the oracle card was that day, things like that. So it just progresses along like that. And there's so many pages, it's going to take me forever to get through. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and one thing, although they are slightly different, everyone's book of shadows is also going to have, be at least partially a grimoire, because you can't adapt things to yourself until you understand. (laughs) So I think that's completely normal is to have just almost instructional things that don't necessarily directly correspond to you that are just um, the very basics. And then you adapt them from there. So don't be afraid to just put instructions. Like my first one has how to cast a circle. Literally we've talked about that. It's very, very general and I do it very differently now, but at the beginning it was very helpful just to write down, start at the North, you know? (laughs) Right. Yes. And especially for beginners because you there's so many especially with you know if you're going to be working in the kitchen you're going to be working with different herbs or if you work with different crystals there are a lot so yes um, when you are starting out you might get a lot of things thrown at you that it would it would be good to make a list of what things mean and how they are supposed to work because first of all it would be impossible to remember all of them I mean eventually you will eventually certain things will just come to you but as you practice more and more you're going to find which ones in particular work for you yes. and really narrow it down. You're not going to work with every herb or crystal under the sun. It's, it's just, they won't all work for you. 
and um, they can work very differently for you. So yeah, rose quartz, for example, is supposed to be, you know, for love and friendship, like that color pink. It's like everything you would associate with the color pink. But for some people, it doesn't work for them. Rose quartz is not me. Yeah, see, rose quartz does not work for everybody if you were going to do something that's related to like love, relationships, friendships like that. If rose quartz doesn't work for you, you can use clear quartz or a, a number of other things, but you have to start at the beginning to know that that's not going to work for you in that way. Yes, always start at the beginning. Like, never be afraid to try something to see if it'll work for you. But at the same time, don't feel that you have to try everything. If you know something's not going to work for you, then just go on to the next. Like there's so many different ways to practice. As you can tell, just talk, listening to me and Steph talk about how we each practice very, very differently, but that doesn't mean we're not both dedicated practitioners. It's just a matter of preference and our personal styles. And it's going to be true for any new witch or even older witch out there that things change over time. You're not the same person you were 10 years ago. You shouldn't be practicing the same. Yes, exactly. I just had a memory of us 10 years ago. It's great. Anyway, but <laughs> we're 10 years ago, we now. were um, in my apartment kitchen with 40s of <laughs> Mickey's or something gross taped to our It hands. was Mickey's. It was Mickey's because I was like, it's Irish. It was not. It was. <laughs> Guys, listeners, do not ever tape 40s of malt liquor to your hands, okay? It's not. It's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. It's a great time. But it's a terrible idea. Don't do it. It's up there with doing Power Hour with Boone's Farm. Just trust us on this. That's just how we know. <laughs> anyway, but you're going to change over time. Don't be afraid that your practice changes over time as well. And that includes how you set up your book of shadows or how you utilize your book of shadows. And I would also say that if you are like Tara and keep making new ones, then and don't get rid of them. I, like, no, I still I have know, all my old ones. Yeah, I know it's the minimalist. It's like hard for me to say like, oh my gosh, you just have these like old journals sitting on your shelf. Like you have to get rid of them. But no, because they're like, I feel like they're very useful tools to go back to. So they are. find a spot for them. <laughs> well, and it's kind of interesting just for me, because I've been practicing so long that I do have multiple journals. Or even last year's, I don't use, I don't utilize them enough to use one per year. I think I've got five out of like more than two decades of practice, but um, it's just a matter of seeing how things change. And then I also like to document why I've changed certain things. Um, either it doesn't work for me any longer, or I'm looking for a different result than I achieved the previous time. And it's really good, at least for my mind to go back and look and see how I used to do things. If the new way doesn't work, I need to be able to go back and what did work in the past, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Plus they all smell pretty because they all have herbs. <laughs> they have all the herbs in them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the dried herbs. It makes me happy when I open them because I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. I like it. It's pretty. I like it. Anyway. Well, that is all we have for you this week. So tune in next week where we are going to get started on books, which we split into two episodes because that's how much we have to say on books. There's a lot to say on books. <laughs> we love books, especially yes. Tara. You're going to hear oh a lot more from Tara in the next two episodes, but we both yes. have a lot of books to recommend. So tune in next week. Bye.
This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.